everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama podcast is for mothers and parents who are in the trenches of motherhood. Um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about new routines and the beginning of the school year and all of that jazz. You're listening to the Latch Mama podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirtz busy mom of six and owner of latchmama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friends. Hi. How are you? Good. Uh, Welcome to the Latch Mama podcast, Lindy. Thank you very much. Very happy to be here. Um, For those of you who don't know, Lindy and I have 12 children combined. Seems like an awful lot. lot of children. Um, and we wanted to talk a little bit today. Um, we're supposed to, I think, talk about like sports and stuff, but I think we're going to talk about just like evening routines when you have kids going in different directions and some of the tips, um, that we have learned over the years in terms of trying to keep some of those routines going and all of that jazz. Um, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We always love these little like mom dump episodes. Uh Um, So, hi, you have somebody playing a high school sport. We probably shouldn't spend too much time on that because I don't think there's probably a lot of people who have high schoolers. It's kind of crazy that you have a high schooler. Yeah, I know. I know. It makes you kind of old, but then it it makes makes me like feel like I'm going to be like really, really old by the time I have high school. I'm not anywhere near having a high schooler. And he's playing the sport I played. So then it's a little weird. Like I'm watching the same thing and then I feel really Apparently, really Lindy's a loud parent, which is hilarious to me because I'm a loud parent too at sporting events, and my husband absolutely hates it. Well, hates I, it. I texted you, right? Because I'm like a very kind of quiet, introverted person. Mm-hmm. But I found out when I watch those games, like I get into it. Yeah. And they come down hard on like parents, like coaching and i wasn't coaching but did you get in trouble no 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 but i'm just saying like it made me think like they're coming down hard yeah and they're gonna kick people out and whatnot and i'm like i better behave myself i would actually but then there's like a free ball that drops and i'm like get it i would absolutely (laughs) love to get a text from you that you got kicked out of your kids volleyball game i think i might actually be proud of the introverted version of you i think it would be great i'm trying to i'm not i don't want to embarrass him I but know, I was like, did still. you hear me? And he's like, uh, yeah, I heard you. I'm like, uh, okay, all right, all right. Do you do you cheer at summer swim meets too? Like that was a big thing yeah. for me. I always lie in bed at night. Like, you know, 10 o'clock, every, everybody's in bed. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder if I scream too loud. I always wonder if there are other families out there talking about how much that that, that one woman screams for her children. Yeah. But then I'm like, you know what? Like, even if you embarrass them, it's what they're going to remember the rest of their lives. You know, they're going to know that you showed up for them, whether it was embarrassing or not. You yeah. were the mom that didn't care at all. And you mm-hmm. just screamed and you screamed your little heart out for them. Yeah. The difference is like Lennox can hear me on the bench, but then I'm like, Gabe, did you hear me? And he's like, Nope. When he like, was cause he's like underwater, like yeah. water. So uh-huh. I'm like, well, you can hear in the video, but like I was cheering for you. I promise. <laughs> so funny. All right. Anyways. Um, yeah. so I don't know how important is family dinner in your life? We do this very, we're a little bit different when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Um, we know I, our family has the benefit of homeschooling and I always joke that like we homeschool for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons why we homeschool is literally to be together every evening around the dinner table. Um, 
And that's just weird, but it's like our family thing. I think it probably comes from the fact that Aaron come or Eric, Aaron, whatever. My husband's name is Eric, guys. <laughs> Eric comes from a kind of a broken, divorced family situation. So I think maybe some of that is his driving force to be able to be together as a family every night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we do. We homeschool so we can get a lot of the activities together kind of out of the way mm-hmm. during the day. Um, but you guys, um, we've always, and I don't know what Eric's schedule has been mm-hmm. like, but I guess with Matt's, it's hard. You know, the kids want to eat kind of five, five thirty. So, um, and I'd rather them eat that then than like mm-hmm. snack and stuff. See, all I can't do a snack for like, I two can't hours. push them too late. Cause then they just won't eat what I make. Yeah. Um, so generally it'll often happen to where I'm kind of helping facilitate the mm-hmm. meals and try to get them downstairs together. If one of them doesn't have an activity. Yeah. Um, and then usually I would say at least two nights a week, we try to all sit together a night on a night or two, both on the weekends and then one during the week. Um, Wednesdays I try to keep like, but sometimes it can't work, but I would love one day a week where really we hardly have anything, yeah. any activities and it's kind of a down day. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in the middle, um, if you have the ability to yeah. schedule a slow day in the week, I'd highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, it's hard. Yeah, it's and hard. Here's the deal. What I have learned in motherhood is that your kids don't have to do all of the things. Just because mm-hmm. kids are that you know of are playing soccer at four or are doing this at this age or have a dance recital, like you need to do what works for your family. Like, and mm-hmm. Lindy and I talk all the time about the fact that we were raised to win the awards and be the best and all of this stuff. And you know, I know that I'm focusing on making sure that my kids know their worth outside of activities and outside of achievement and stuff. Um, but it's hard sometimes. It's hard mm-hmm. to look at social media and be like, wow, that kid's winning a whole bunch of awards or they're, you know, at nine years old, they're on a travel soccer team. Is it bad that my kids aren't on one? You know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's hard. So you don't, well, you home, you're homeschooling. So you don't really have an activity rule. Like I, we kind of have where I'd like, oh, you need to pick one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's a little bit different if your schedule allows it mm-hmm. or maybe you have less kids, but for us at six kids, <laughs> less um, kids, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I was thrown way off when Lennox was doing like a spring rec soccer. So it was uh-huh. like two practices a week and like a game on the weekends. Yep. Well, then he wanted to try out for track. Well, the fact that the kid came to me and wanted to try out for track with no, fr- I'm like, are you going with a friend? And he's yeah. like, no, I'm just going to go. And I'm like, I can't say no to that. Like I would never have done that. So I'm like, absolutely buddy. And he went out and did it and he made it. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Well now he's got practice every day after school. They don't offer rides. And I'm like, Holy moly. Okay. We just need to get through this, like that little season. And so we really do try to stick to a one kind of activity at a time, because when you multiply that by, you know, four to five to six, it's a lot of activity. Um, but I was actually going to add really quick uh-huh. back to like the expectation, like we have a swimmer mm-hmm. and the group that he's in, they're like, oh, we recommend five to six, four to six practices a week. And I'm like, yeah, no, like, no, no. Like we look at where his love for swimming is. He's very, very happy at three practices a week. Yep. That's what I communicate. I said, yep. that's what we will commit to. End of story. I don't feel guilty. I don't feel pressured. We make that decision for us and mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. So you do not have but to it's do so hard, but that, that maybe yeah. that's a little bit different with swimming versus like a, a big group team sport probably, but it's, it's yeah. hard. Like it literally like <sighs> it, it is, 
you know, so I'm really, I'm really trying this whole thing, and people can laugh at me because it's, it, it is a work in progress, and it was Have really we talked funny about this. I, I mean, it, it's really funny because like one night during the summer at a swim meet, Eric looked at me and he was like you have got to chill out and i looked at him and i was like that's what i have my therapist for or something like that like i kind of like <laughs> bit his head off and we laughed hysterically because like i know like i was literally pushing the kids like all they wanted to do was go run around on the volleyball court mm-hmm. and and eat candy and, and hang out fun. with their friends but i wanted them to do great on their summer swim meet and he was like what are you doing, Melissa? They're like 10 years old. They're eight years old. Like, why does it matter? If the kid wants to swim underneath the water for a 25 in freestyle, he needs to be able to. And I'm like, I spent $4,000 on year round <laughs> swimming and da, 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 da. And why is he under the water? And he's like, you need to let it go. You yeah. need to give him a hug. You need to tell him he's, yeah. he's doing great. And you need to like, yeah. you know, but it's really funny because when you know you have your stuff in life and like mm-hmm. you can just kind of laugh at it and just mm-hmm. be like, it's okay. Like he doesn't have to be. Yeah like a d1 athlete like he's gonna be all right yeah but it's interesting because it's a battle because i was at swim practice the other night and i was sitting at a table with a couple of kids from like a couple of parents from like summer league and they were asking how many days a week my kids were gonna go and so my kids slip between like the homeschool practice during the day and then they want to go at least one night a week so they can see their summer friends who go to public school And so I made some comment. I was like, I don't know, two to three, however many times I can get them here or something. And they were like, oh. And I was like, you guys too? And they were like, no, we're going to go five nights a week. (laughs) And I just kind of looked at them and I wanted to be like, yeah, me too. My kids call me fast like yours. But then I was like, how on earth would I get my kid here five days? Like, like it, it's just, it's not feasible, but I wanted to be like, Mm -hmm. oh, my kid's got to go five times too because it's got to be good. But it's not what it's about. And if you weren't no. raised that way, you guys probably, it probably sounds like I'm like this crazy, mm-hmm. super competitive person. But when you were like kind of raised to find worth in like the awards and the achievement, which isn't bad, it's just not necessarily what I want for my kids. You know, yeah. it's hard. It's hard with those sports. It's like, yeah. you know, what are you easy as a parent to feel the pressures? Absolutely. Whether it's sporting, whether it's just school, <laughs> apple picking or like, yeah. you know, just in general. Yeah, and I think it's it. It can be very hard to find the confidence in mm-hmm. your decisions. Sometimes. Absolutely, um, and but like it but, has to be what's best for your family. Yeah, you know, and if what's best for your family mm-hmm. is going to swim practice five nights a week because that's mm-hmm. what your kids want and that's what you want, then that's fine. I just yeah. I struggle sometimes with the parental pressure like kids start to get a certain age and they start playing sports and it's like you hang out with other families and what do you talk about like you don't talk about your kid sleeping through the night or the tubes he got in his ears or Mm -hmm. you know when they walked you start talking about like what they're doing they start you start talking about oh you know johnny made the travel softball or baseball Mm -hmm. team you know but then it's like okay you know it's just i don't know it's so interesting it's just it's i don't know yeah. It's a lot though. Yeah. And to excel at sport now, it's a completely different thing than like what it was when we were growing yeah. up. Yeah. It's very different. Lindy was good at everything she did. No. So her parents would put her into something and she would like quickly move to like the top and then she kept going. How many mm-hmm. people start a sport in ninth grade and end up like yeah, going D1? Different. Why is volleyball I different? I do. I don't know. I feel like it's the sport that you kind of pick up later. Like even now, if you look at like playing RVC, like yeah. Richmond Volleyball Club, you can only start at seven. 
Like yeah. their little jumping juniors program, it starts from seven to age 14. Like you can't even get in at like four or five. Like soccer, kids are like two and a half and they're like... So I do think that's a little bit... Some sports are a little bit different. So and, do you ever but, worry, looking at your kids now, that you're not giving them the opportunity to have some of that same like elitish sport experiences that you had? Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I did gymnastics for a long time. I tried dance for a little bit, but to be honest, I actually think I only did one thing at a time. Then I swam for a couple of years and then I got into volleyball and I felt like once I found that, that's all I wanted to do. So I do talk about that a little bit with my kids and that I think there's pros to testing out and finding different yep. things. But I really thrived and I loved building the relationship with a team Absolutely. that we started to kind of move together and we were committed and we wanted to do travel and we wanted to do that. Like That's mm-hmm. what I started talking about with Lennox like over the last year. He loved to play soccer and, then, and a lot of those kids moved together. Mm-hmm. But he was turning 14, you know, 15, but it was still just a rec league. And I think he needed to decide, does he want to be pushed a little bit and try mm-hmm. a travel one? Because I think he could. Yeah. Or then, then he started getting, he did a little bit of volleyball. It was like once a week and he really started enjoying that. And I was just encouraged him to like, see if you can pick one and really pursue mm-hmm. it. That's been one of the coolest things. So like, you know, you do sports, I feel like, or activities with your kids when they're younger, you know, to build coordination and mm-hmm. to learn how to do things and follow directions and all of that stuff. But then it like kind of starts to morph into this like friendship thing like and it's so cool. But like there was a good like few years there that I was kind of like, what are we doing? Like, are we doing like who who are we doing this for? Because newsflash kids are not always going to want to go play sports. They're not always going to want to go to practice and you're going to sign them up for things Mm -hmm. and you're going to commit them to things and it's going to be a battle to get them out the door. And then Mm -hmm. you've got to decide, okay, why am I making them go do this? Is it for me? Is it for them? What part of this is like learning discipline, but what part of this is like actually like supposed to be fun for them? It's this very weird thing that I, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to navigate. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. That weird Um, line between a little push and encouragement versus keeping that happy enjoyment, loving what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So my first is like naturally a little bit more athletic than my second. Um, And this was a really huge mom fail. But my first was on, Nathan was on a soccer team two years ago or a year and a half ago. And he loved it. Loved it. Um, this was actually a really funny story because I hated his. Co- I don't hate things. His coach and Lindy can tell you. I used to come into work and I'd be like, Nathan has this like bro as a coach. Like he's like this like, I don't know, this dude who's like all, like I don't know. I just I didn't like him. I didn't like him at all. And probably partly because he didn't play Nathan, which is just a mom thing. But Nathan wasn't <laughs> one of the best on the team. Nathan's not a soccer player. I mean, he wasn't a soccer player. Was I don't this know when he was playing now. goalie or no? No, just this curious. was before he was okay. playing goalie. But like he wouldn't play. Like he would go in and then he'd pull him right back out and it was rec soccer and it would just make me angry. But he was like has this weird birthday, so like every other year he's kind of playing in hit like a younger or older age group. I don't know. But <laughs> you know how like you learn things as a parent sometimes and you just get taught things. 
at the very end of the year, this guy who I didn't really make any effort to get to know because I didn't like him because he wasn't playing my kid (laughs) wrote all of the kids, a handwritten note about why it was so important that, or like why, like what they meant to him and like what he saw in them. (laughs) And I had to eat so much crow. Like, I mean, I had to like, realize that not only did I pass judgment on this man, he was also like a minister at like the church, like right down the street. So he like, wasn't a bad, like he wasn't a bad guy, but then I started following him on Facebook and I was like, Oh my gosh, like his like motivational stuff, like aligns very closely to what, like how I feel. And I'm like, Oh gosh. And this note that he wrote, Nathan was just the sweetest thing in the entire world. And he like saw my son, which I was like, okay, I guess it didn't really matter that he didn't play him because you actually saw him and you actually get him. And it was just like this whole big thing about all the stuff. But anyways, so Nathan couldn't age up with the team because he was too young to age up with the team. And we made the decision that he was too small and too young. But now he gets to be back on that team this year. So I made a point to make sure I signed him up early for soccer. So I got and him on this team. he found a position he loves. He loves yeah. goalie, but he's not the best goalie on the That's team okay. now. And, no. you know, he went to goalie camp. I don't know. He's, but he's great on the field too, but he's, he's bigger now and it's great and whatever. He's back on this team. But on that same day I got sidetracked and I didn't sign the three others up for soccer because guys, it takes a long time to sign up kids. Even, even if they're saved from the last together, no, you can't do it. Even if they're saved from like the last season, it still takes forever. So I got sidetracked that day. Didn't think it was a big deal. Got the one on that I knew was just to be dying to be back with this coach and this team. And right. honestly, at this point I was dying for him to be back on this coach's team because you know, hashtag, so wait, did all, you ever get them grow back? and we meet? So did no, buy- no, no. So by the time I, but nothing, by the time I went oh. to get them on the soccer team, there were no spots left for any of their age groups at any fields, anywhere close to us. And you just have to make a decision at that point that like, I can't drive them 40 minutes away no. two times a week for practice. No. So I have three that are supposed to be playing soccer that aren't playing soccer. Do they but know? Any- <laughs> yeah, they kind of know. But the, the funny story is, is that I didn't think Alex was going to care at all. Cause he's like my not really athletic one really could care less about running acts like he's in pain when he's on a soccer field. He's just Alex. Yeah. He's so disappointed and he's so sad. But he was also the one that I had to like drag to practice. Yeah. So I really truly think that they they're on this world sometimes like in this world sometimes to literally just make us crazy. Yeah. But anyways, I have three not playing soccer because womp, womp, womp. I forgot to sign them up. I know it's crazy. I don't even know what the moral of the story there was. It was a really long story. First of all, I judged somebody I shouldn't have, um, which was wrong. Well, speaks to a lot of things. Just responsibilities we take on and yeah. signups and yeah. all these things and, and Eric maybe, keeps, may, maybe it's for the good this season I don't, know. I don't know maybe not I don't know I don't know Eric keeps commenting it's a really big shame it's a shame oh God. it's really sad that we're not all we're not all spending all day Saturday on the soccer fields and hey. I'm kind of like hey you know what next time do it do it yourself well I was about to say this is a time for mm-hmm. like you are now in charge of soccer yes. signups you are in charge mm-hmm. of soccer I'm gonna science. pass this yep. over mm-hmm. to you Yep. And you can take care of it yeah. for the spring. Exactly. Yeah. And go. every other piece of mental energy moms yes, have. Exactly. But I, I really think that there is a takeaway in the sense that like there is some sort of balance between having your kids do these things for learning how to work with others, coordination, discipline, mm-hmm. but it's still supposed to be fun. Yep. Think outside of the box. I have a lot of friends that are doing archery bizarrely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's up and coming. Just a lot of 
different things that work with different, you know, kids and different stuff. Because yeah. it took Gabe a while to find swimming, right? Yeah. There's a few sports that I think are incredible, like younger. Gymnastics yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Really just go play, run around, flip your body upside down. Like balance, yeah. coordination. Several of mine. Lennox did a little bit of gymnastics when he mm-hmm. was like three or four. Yeah. Um, Nora did. Nellie did. Nobody's in there now. But um, wonderful balance coordination. I think swimming is another fantastic one. Whether you do summer swim or mm-hmm. whether you have some that love it and want to yeah. do it year round. That's a great I'm one. getting so old because I look at sports and I'm like, ooh, you can do that when you're older. You're not going to be able to do that one when you're older. Like <laughs> tennis and swimming and like golf. I'm like, you want to learn golf? Like that'll uh-huh. help you one I've day. I've had a couple but that I'm would like, love tennis. Why am I so old? Why do yeah. I look at a sport and I'm like, that one's a waste of time. You're not going to play that one as an adult. But anyways, I, I don't know. So you have a horseback rider, which I feel like is totally random. Yeah. yeah. But she loves it. She loves it. She'd live there all day. It's fascinating. She wants her own horse. She's like, I don't need a car. I'll just ride my horse everywhere. I'm like, yeah, it's not how it works. But okay. People do um, that. So yeah, like. very unique. I'm struggling to like find my place there because I would never fit in with like a farm, like very much horse, horse farm. People. Horse people are different though. It not is bad, a whole different, different thing. And then she found out from one girl. She's like, mom, can I do this like 4-H thing? And I'm like what is that? And she's like, well, it's a horse thing. I'm like, I think it's more than that. It's I like think a it's chicken agricultural. I think there's all like this, chickens but like they sheep. don't have that in Cheshire County they do. through schools. Cause Amelia County public schools, it's like an after school program. Like she could join over there, but I'm like, I gotta get you that. Like, how are we going to make this work? Anyway, that's a whole nother like thing that I'm I trying would love to my kids to raise out. something for 4-H and then I think you bring it to the fair and then I think it's like judged or something that's what I see in movies and books yeah I don't know they, they learn about all kinds of things yeah, animal agriculture horse all of it figure out cattle how, how I can take care of my animals so the vet is not coming out every freaking week of my life yeah. right now um yeah but yeah I don't know I don't know what the takeaway here is I don't think we've said a whole lot other than the fact that like between 12 kids those things that I feel like we all picture that we're supposed to do, like we're supposed to be on the soccer fields on Saturdays, you know, like we're supposed to be like doing this or that in terms of moving our kids forward. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Like if your kid Mm -hmm. loves Minecraft, like, you know, like figure out a way to like get their aerobic activity in somewhere, but join a Saturday Minecraft club you know like it doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. this thing that's going to put them on this path to like great amazing like achievement and sport in the future i don't know yeah no i agree i don't know what else were we going to talk about i don't know we're just talking about when kids scheduling are there any like tips or things like (laughs) homeschool your kids so you can knock it out during the day yeah i'm trying to think about Um, just after school and evening easy dinners make it just a little bit easier for yourself Mm. There are so Which many ways hard. I could make my life easier, like making yeah. sure their shin guards and their cleats get back in the right place after practice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I buy multiple of things like when they're like when I have to buy uniforms, mm-hmm. I buy two jerseys, yep. two pairs of shorts. And I know it's sometimes an extra like $20 a kid. But if you yep. have it, I can tell you it's so useful because that jersey is never in my life going to be back where it's supposed to be unless like my mom's in town and then she yeah. lays out all the clothes all the time. But um, I've also reorganized a bit in my laundry. So each kid has a just those those folding fabric baskets. Mm-hmm. So when I am doing things, any activity things that come by like Lennox's wow. socks or jersey mm-hmm. or 
they don't go in his normal clothes bin. They stay in the activity bin. Wow. Like the shoes aren't That's in there. Impressive. Like I'm just talking like yeah. swimsuits. Like Gabe's is full of swimsuits, goggles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nelly's is full of dance, dance tights, stuff. dance. And it all stays down there because if it went into the room, it like gets lost in the abyss Everywhere. of like That's amazing. Whatever. I kind of love and that. And it has been really, really good. Now yeah. Nelly can't reach her. So I've moved hers to the front where we have like some racks where like mm-hmm. the backpacks yeah land but it's been great because i'm like go get your dance stuff yeah. and she just goes mm-hmm. to the active her activity bin mm-hmm. and it just has the stuff yep. there so it's not anywhere else in the house and that's been really helpful a lot of that is big family independence too i mean yeah. Catherine, who will be three in september you tell her it's time for some lessons she goes gets her suit she knows she, where stuff is. yeah she goes mm-hmm. and gets her suit on and stuff like that mm-hmm. like your kids can do stuff like that big family or mm-hmm. not you just have to set the expectation that that that's what needs to happen. And that's really helpful too. But I swear, like even at age 10 or 11, I mean, we're just now at the point that Nathan will put his big tall socks on and shin guards and shoes and not fuss about it. So like soccer is not always going to come like Saturday morning. Soccer is not always going to come with like smiles and orange slices Mm -hmm. and stuff. It's going to come with shoes that are too tight and shin guards Velcro that rubs on the back of the leg sometimes and socks that won't pull up and they might run off the field or they might sit down and play with the grass or you might have the one kid who knocks over the other kid and then the kid starts crying. Like Mm -hmm. just like everything else in parenthood, just like everything else in pregnancy and birth, like go to it with a very, very like honest place of like grace and expectation and not like what you know Mm -hmm. the kleenex commercial shows you on you know tv about how it's supposed to look when you're like raising this kid on you know a saturday morning because it's not easy i remember the first time i mean it was terrible because nathan has sensory stuff and like everything was uncomfortable and he mm-hmm. cried and it was horrible and we got there and it was fine. But then you had another one and then you yep. had another one and everybody has different stuff going on and you have to get out the door by a certain time because we don't, right. we don't ever have to be anywhere at a certain time, but you have to be at practice and you have to be at I games know. and it's, it adds a whole additional level of stuffs yeah. to the life, but it's good. Yeah. It's fun. Um, but just kind of set those expectations. Go do it. Go bring your kids places, go do yeah. sports. But like, I Go still, to for it. some reason, that little Wednesday, I try to do everything I can to not have activities. And I mm-hmm. know there's uh, things out of your control. 100% yeah. there are. But for some reason, a lot of years, it magically works out to That's where awesome. Wednesdays are much slower. And it really does help you kind of reset for like another, you know, a Thursday, Friday or Saturday games or whatnot. So That's cool. Yeah. So stay organized, buy extra of things if you can do it or find Mm hand-me-downs or go on Facebook groups and find, you know, somebody who's not playing, who has last year's jerseys. It will make your life so much easier. And then just lower the expectations. And even if Mm -hmm. somebody is out there who says their kid's going to be an Olympian, just smile and realize that there's a whole lot more in life. Yeah. It's important. One of the things I try to remember myself, just going back to the sports thing, When I was watching Linux, of course, there's so many things I can like think, oh, they could work on this and this and this and this. But I'm trying to make sure my first question is, mm-hmm. did you have, have fun, fun tonight? Yep. And that's like I've asked him every single mm-hmm. time. And he's like, yes. And I'm like, that's amazing because that's yeah. the most important part it's right now. so hard um, though sometimes. So hard as a parent. Because here's the deal. I want them to like have those moments where they've learned that they've worked hard for something and they've achieved something. And that is what the balance and the fight is in my head all the time. It's like you have gone to practice. 
you know, three, four times a week for the last mm-hmm. like three months, four months, are you going to get in the water and are you going to drop time or are you going to score that yeah. goal or are you going to do that? Yeah. And sometimes it works out yeah. and sometimes it doesn't. And there's that like life lesson in it of, mm-hmm. you know, when do you see like you have to be able to find the worth in working hard, not the achievement and like right. the growing as a human and like the yes. getting stronger as opposed yeah. to you know, the yeah. award at the end of the year or yeah. like it's. And drive is good. Yes. Having a higher expectation is okay. Yeah. But I feel like at the age of the kids we have, it needs to come into in conjunction with enjoyment yeah. and joy and happiness and, yeah. you know, having a good time and the social connections mm-hmm. and the social skills and yeah. like, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There's some sort of statistic about kids who excel at sport, like under the age of 14 or something like them, something crazy, like 88 to 90 percent of them are burnt out by the age of seven or eight, 17 or 18 mm-hmm. or something just because there's so much pressure at those early mm-hmm. ages. I mean, if you looked at Serena played the other night and she was in the U.S. Open and mm-hmm. her quote back to the person who interviewed her afterwards was that for the first time since like 1998 or something, she was able to go out and have fun on the tennis court. Like she was able to go out and just say, what happens happens I'm Mm -hmm. gonna have fun because of the Mm -hmm. fact that she doesn't have a target on her back like there's zero expectations Mm -hmm. for her because there were so many so soon and you know she gets to go out and she gets to have fun with the sport that she loves which I think should be our goal all the time I think it's sometimes hard though because you Mm -hmm. you you want to see them get that moment where they raise their arms up in the air and they're like, heck yeah, not because you want them to win but because you want them to realize anytime in life you work hard you should hopefully cross your fingers, see success there. But unless they're having fun, you can't control the success. You can't control the end reward. You just have to hopefully make sure they're having fun while they're doing it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thanks guys. Bye.